Hey loves, welcome to Truth, it's Jen, aka the OG Brooklyn girl. So, I guess we need to come back and revisit this conversation again. Um, So always, the brand makers of hygiene products for menstruation had decided to take the Venus symbol off their boxes to help to make them more inclusive. So... Of course, some people are in an outrage and an uproar and, you know, got their panties all in a wad about it and talking about trans people are getting more rights than cis people and blah, 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 and going through it. So, as a cis woman, I'm going to tell you right now. I never even paid attention to the box outside of the symbols for what strengths they were. Meaning if it was light, regular, um, super, super plus, whatever. Those are the only symbols I ever cared about. I never really paid attention to the little Venus symbol on there. You want to know why? Because I am bleeding out of my vagina. And I need something... That's either going to collect it so I don't stain every piece of clothing and everywhere I go. And I know there's plenty of things now. There's the cups, there's tampons, there's all type of things that people can use. So, I don't know why some people are so bothered. There are trans women and there are trans men. And you know the ones that go from female to male don't necessarily do the um, whole operation where they get their eggs removed and shit like that and all that so they will bleed so what is the problem a company decides to make itself more inclusive by taking off a symbol that generally meant female And for 90% of the population that uses these products probably did not even notice that the symbol was on there because, again, needed it for the levels of protection. That was all I've ever looked for at any given time throughout the whole time of having my period for these past, oh God, 20 plus years. That's all I've ever looked for. I've looked for it with tampons, the mix sizes, so I'd have it to last for the week. Um, for pads, it was always the supers to regulars, but mostly supers, you know, just to extend the length. I mean, these are things that matter to me, not the symbol on the box. And if it helps people who are transitioning to feel more included, then so be it. I mean, shit, we're all still paying a tax on things that happens to us naturally. That should be more of a bigger issue than the fucking symbol on the box. But again, motherfuckers always got to be angry at something. Because I guarantee you, we've always didn't even make this statement. We'd go on with our lives and no one would have fucking known. If they had quietly just been like, you know what, we need to change this. And all the new boxes started to change it. And then people realized it. it what? Would it, like literally within three months, they probably would have transitioned out of the old boxes and literally the new ones would have showed up on shelves and no one would have known the difference. This is how I know human beings are looking for things. 
And now I know that in the trans community, being a part of society as a whole is very important. Being treated as a regular everyday person in society is important. So I understand why the company did it. But I don't understand why cis people get so fucking bent out of shape over things like this. It's one little symbol. It's not going to change you being a woman. It's not going to change them from being trans. It's not going to change anything. It literally says, you have menses. Here's what can help collect it. Keep it moving. So I don't understand why we're angry. I don't understand why we're upset. We get just as upset about this. But like when people, you know, do other horrible things. I'm like, there's so many other horrible things to be upset about than just them taking a symbol off. Excuse me. A box. I mean, really, so many other things that are a lot more important than just this. And I'll be back. beautiful ones welcome back it's truth and so an update on the (laughs) lovely n-word saga because you know that's what it's turning into so um love and hip-hop and um singer star amara la negra decided to put in her two cents about gina rodriguez saying the word and she goes her first thing, because she did two things. Her first thing was, you know, she's just singing a song. There was no evil intent behind it. And maybe we should take the word out the songs. And now she wants to have a discussion about the meaning of the N-word. And it's historical and blah, blah, blah. And see, this is where I have a problem with people who want to protect their own. Your happy ass came out and you decided that you wanted to defend Gina Rodriguez for whatever fucking reason. Because again, this could have been something in which Amada could have minded her own fucking business. When you was going through that shit with Veronica Vega on Love and Hip Hop and that bitch would say the N-word like she was drinking water. I didn't see you say shit. Oh, wait, no, you did. You complained, you bitched and moaned. But now, because Gina Rodriguez, who the fuck is she? She's nothing but an actress who literally has shown anti-black sentiment before this. And the thing about it is, to to just put a caveat on it, that's the real root of the issue. We all know what the N-word does to black people. We know where it came from. Anyone who doesn't know the history of it is just plain fucking ignorant or just want to play obtuse one of my favorite words just want to play that you know what the n-word means it's just like any other slur for any other culture and i'm like i don't even like saying them and i know them i know them for hispanic people i know them for jewish people and i sure as fuck know them for asian people but i would never come out my mouth and say that to a person 
Because again, you are, you as a human being have the ability to censor yourself. You have the ability to know what's right and what's wrong. And you have the ability to also know what affects people. When people say the N-word, they know that affects black people. They know black people get up in arms. They know that our rage fuels so much energy. And it fills them with such delight when they can say these words. Now, whether or not, because it's in the song, the intent, because she's not calling somebody out their name that, it doesn't matter. And you know what's funny? There's a thread on Twitter now where people are showing their non-black friends not saying the N-word. And of course, some black girls having a problem with it because it's the bare minimum. The thing about it is we kind of have to show people the bare minimum now because motherfuckers have lost their minds. How do you know not to censor yourself? How do you know not to say to someone, why the hell are you even singing that word? And don't give me the excuse it's in a song. Like, you know full well you don't have to say it. A true ally is checking themselves before it even comes up. People talk about the bare minimum. No, 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 no. You can censor it. You sure as fuck can. Just like you don't have to say a curse word if you choose not to. I can say mother humper. I can say damn. I can say poop. I can say all type of words that literally will have the equivalent of a curse word. But we say these things because we know it hurts people. Plain, simple, end of sentence. So then Amara has to backtrack and talk about showing up conversation about the history of the word. Bitch, if you are black, you know the history of the word. Before you even born into this world as a black person, you know the history of the word. You grew up in a black household, you know the history of the word. I just honestly wish that people would just come to terms with the fact that this particular slur, out of all of them, holds a lot of fucking weight. It always has. Because they were called that, black people were called that during slave times. Do you understand what that means? Slave times, when we were viewed as less than human, three quarter, what the three fifths of a man, is what black men were considered. Like, what the fuck? And whether it's in a song or not, think about who's singing the song. It's not a white person singing the song, it's not a Hispanic person singing the song, it's a black person singing the song. And yes, we've taken back that word to mean certain things, but the truth of the matter is it is always going to be painful but it's all going to be different degrees of the pain but don't you have to bandwagon yourself and jump on this shit because you want to protect gina rodriguez gina rodriguez is a human fucking being and she could protect herself she knew what the fuck she was doing because the bitch laughed afterwards in the fucking video before it got deleted She says the word and looks to the side and laughs. It's almost as if she needs confirmation of saying it. Don't look. If you have never analyzed human behavior, don't say shit. If you don't know and you can't read how humans act, then don't say shit. Don't defend something because suppose she ain't your friend. This bitch not standing up for you. She ain't come on Love and Hip Hop and say, you know, Veronica, you shouldn't be saying that word. The fuck? This is what this is what happens when sometimes motherfuckers need to mind their business. There's a Gina Rodriguez problem, but it's also a bigger problem. But for this point in time, it was a Gina Rodriguez problem and you decide to insert yourself into it. And now you got to deal with the fallout because you could have minded your own fucking business. 
These are certain times. There are certain times when motherfuckers need to mind their business. And this was one of them. This is Gina's fight. This is not your fight, Amada. It never was. But you know, you got problematic shit you have said. And I'm sure, as with anybody, you go through growth and you rethink what you say. But the thing about it is, this is not your fight. This is Gina Rodriguez's fight. So let the bitch fight it. She ain't got you on speed dial to be her um her spokesperson or her PR. She she has money to hire people for that. You ain't gotta worry about it. What you need to do is mind your mind your neck, as my best friend would say, and go on with your life. Record your music, sell it, and keep it moving. You know, and it's not to say because I don't know nobody calling me out. You can have as much political statements as you want. You are a human being. But in this particular aspect, that's Gina's problem. If someone calls you out your name and calls you a nigga, what you gonna say? Because see, we have a lot of keyboard warriors. We have a lot of people who hide behind phones and everything, who say this N-word, but never will come up in the neighborhood and say it. And those that do get their asses handed to them. There are always videos around of people getting their ass rocked when they say that word. The white man outside of a restaurant said it to a black man. He got his ass rocked. The white girl who stood up to that black girl who literally had no shoes on, she got her ass rocked. There are plenty of videos where these white people think they can get away with shit. And then when they say it, there's consequences. As if they forget the fucking laws of nature. Cause and effect. You do some shit, some shit will happen. Plain, simple, end of sentence. So Amara, you really needed to mind your own fucking business. You could have kept it moving. You could have minded it. You could have done anything else but insert yourself in some shit that didn't concern you. And then to move to another point, because again, the N-word will always be something that's going to come up. So it doesn't, you know, but they interviewed Meghan Markle recently and the interviewer was one of the first people to ever ask if she was okay. And you could see there was a lot of hurt and depression behind Megan's eyes. So I have learned recently that supposedly Megan doesn't claim her black side, which I don't know how true that is considering that her white side of family is fucking crazy. I.e. her sister always want to be writing books and talking about how Megan is and faults and all this stuff and how she brought a black choir and brought her black mama up when she married Prince Harry. But you know what? I'm not going to go there. Because there's a lot of black people like, well, I'm not supporting her because she let down a whole nation. What nation did she let down? Meghan Markle's life, while I want anything to happen to it, did not do anything for me when she married Prince Harry. She was a woman who was dating a prince and they decided to get married. I don't know what else motherfuckers want. You know, I know that there were a lot of black people that were really excited about it. But I think they were more excited, in fact, because Harry actually showed how much he loved Megan. Like, seeing it in his eyes, his mannerisms, his body language. Like, I think that was more of it than, you know, putting a black person in royalty. Because black people have been royalty since, I don't know, time began. But in this particular interview, she literally looks like a broken woman. I mean, I'm sure you guys have read and heard about Harry basically suing that newspaper that posted that private letter that came about. And all of a sudden, silence. All of a sudden, nobody's going to have opinions on what Megan does. 
And that's because motherfuckers don't want to be sued by the fucking monarchy. We already know racism runs fucking rampant. We already know this. She knew the she knew the job was dangerous when she took it, of course. But it seems to be they be doing the same thing that they did to Princess Diana. You want to get this woman killed? You want her to kill herself? You want her to be depressed for the rest of like what? What do you? What do you actively get out of constantly berating what she wears, how she wears it, where she goes, how she raises her child, why we can't see her child? Who the fuck are you people? I'll never forget when she gave birth and they were like, oh, we haven't seen the child. What do you mean we haven't seen the child? Who are you? If she don't want to show her child right away, she don't have to. It's bad enough that they make these women come out in fucking high heels to display a kid outside of a fucking hospital that they just gave birth. As if giving birth is the easiest thing for women to do. I don't care how in shape you are. Your body still went through something that's considered trauma. The fuck? But every time with Megan, it's, oh my God, she wore this. Oh my God, she's doing this. Oh my God, she's doing that. What the fuck is wrong with you people? And then you wonder why motherfuckers kill themselves and they want to pretend like it wasn't anything you did. This is why human beings crack. Human beings crack from other fucking human beings who constantly berate them. I don't care how strong someone is. There are times when people break down, they go home, they cry, they they decide, you know what, I'm going to therapy. I need someone to help me get through this. But that's still cracking because you still have to take care of a problem that someone else inflicted on your ass. And Megan is literally the brunt of British tabloid bullshit as if they're not going through fuck shit with this Brexit problem. Like you got bigger fish to fry than worrying about whether Meghan Markle's bachelorette party cost you anything. You do. If our friends decide to fly her happy ass out and she goes to Secret Service, then guess what? It costs you. Just like it costs the United States of America to fly the Tangerine Tower anytime that fucker wants to go golfing. That's what we paying his ass for. For him to do fucking rallies like he's still on the damn electoral beat. This motherfucker is president and still holds rallies. To speak to stupid ass white people about them feeling more comfortable in being white and saying the N-word and deciding to be extra racist. Because they were always racist. Anyone who supports that fuckstick is a racist. But Meghan Markle's eyes, she looks like almost a defeated woman because constant tabloids. And if you think people aren't affected just because you don't see their face, she showed vulnerability on TV. And we got black women talk about it's her fault because she married a prince. Bitch. She's also in the fucking spotlight. Like y'all talk all this shit, but the minute you get famous, see how many mouths are on the shit that you do when you breathe wrong. When you look at somebody, you give somebody a side eye and all of a sudden it's shade. Case in point, Billy Porter at the, what was it, the Emmys? When RuPaul won and they cut to him and it looked like he was giving RuPaul the side eye and he had to explain that he wasn't. You see that shit? And that was literally two fucking seconds, but he had to explain it. Leonardo DiCaprio and Lady Gaga at the People's Choice Awards. These people are on all the time. You think human beings don't slip? You think that mask doesn't come off? Why should she have to? She has to put on a brave face, excuse me, 
While people are constantly beating her down about her choices in clothing, how she decides to raise her chick kid, you are not in the fucking limelight. Meanwhile, we got these old ass white women constantly berating this woman as if their lives are any different, but claim that they're stronger. You can say whatever you want about me and my age, whatever. I'm like, you're aging poorly because you treat people poorly. Why do you have this furor and fire because you didn't get to marry Prince Harry? There are plenty of royalty all over the fucking world. Put yourself out there. Find you a prince. The fuck? But then people are like, oh, well, she did it to herself. You know what? Spend the day in the life of someone who has to constantly live in the limelight and constantly live with people talking shit. Rihanna introduced her... Um, her Fenty line, right? She wearing the, the denim corset dress. She wearing her size. She wearing the oversized everything. People are like, oh my God, she's pregnant because she had a food stomach or food baby. Constantly after hear, oh, she pregnant. She this, she that. To the point when she strides out in a video in a bikini showing her very flat stomach to the point some bitch talking about, oh, how old is this? And like as old, and she had the literary butt as old as this fucking post. When Beyonce posts a picture, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. Look at her nose. It's wide. Look at her boobs. This woman had has three kids. Her last two kids, she even stated in her documentary, she's enjoying her mom body. Why the fuck can't you let her enjoy her mom body? Why is it every time she comes out with a picture, oh, she's pregnant. Then she got to do sideways pictures so you can shut the fuck up. Leave these people alone. But you see, y'all get so invested in these people's lives as if you don't have shit going on in your own. And sometimes I wonder if you do. We know the everyday reality sometimes is not pretty. But sometimes it can be fucking glorious if you minded your fucking business. Meghan Markle shouldn't be breaking down on TV because tabloid decided to treat her like shit. But you know, there's always going to be that person that has to do it. Let me tell you something. I would never want to be famous, but I sure as fuck would want to be rich. I want to be rich to the point you don't know my ass is rich. And I'm talking financially, mentally, physically familial. Like rich on every category. But I don't need to be famous. Because famous gets eyes on you and famous gets judgment on you and famous gets all this shit. I mean, hell, even the billionaires who who gave up half their wealth, they're still talking about eating them because they still got money. Billionaires shouldn't exist. I mean, we get it. The world is unbalanced. We get it. You may not like your life, but that is no reason to tear someone else down just so your happy ass feels better. This woman is a newlywed and a mom. Think about how your mom raised you. Think about the hardships you may have to go through. Think about the fact that she's never had a kid before. So she's learning like everyone else. And it doesn't matter how many nannies you say she has. If she wants to be that mom that's in her baby's life, she's up, she's getting the bottle, she's tired. She's trying to learn every little facet of that human before that human becomes an adult. Give her the chance to do so. But instead... She, she's looking depressed. She's looking tired. She looks, she wanted to break down in that interview. And I know there's some fuck out there that's happy as shit. Because <laughs> some people love B 
bathing in people's pain, bathing in people's tears. They really do. But, as I say, for every time you put something negative out into the world, for every utterance of something evil, for every utterance of something negative, for every time you feel some level of dissatisfaction with someone else, it will come back to you. I promise. I wholeheartedly, 100% promise. And I will feel no sympathy for you. And that is all for truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. And I'll talk to you soon. And I am back. So... Next up on the docket of why shit had to happen, Megan Thee Stallion has a video out with Vogue magazine where there's 24 hours with her. So they're just filming her. And she posted a snippet of the video on her Instagram. And then her makeup artist decided to have a little moment because she didn't tag him in the video. So... He decides to say makeup by, you know, and then goes into a tirade after she answers him. And she goes, well, whoa, if you were really that hurt, you could have texted me. You didn't do that. Instead, you want to put it out on Front Street. Because I didn't tag you. So for those that don't know, go on to the YouTube and find it because it's there. I watched the video yesterday. And literally, the makeup artist is in the video. They show him doing her face. They show her putting on finishing touches. They show her mentioning him. So I guess because he's not tagged on Instagram, he feels some type of way. You know what? Tags aren't everything. Because people already know who does her face. Countless times she said only one person has touched her face besides her. And it was him. Countless times she said that. But it's getting to the point now where Megan's getting really big. And Megan's going to be in areas soon where she's going to have to have other people touch her face. Not saying it's going to happen anytime soon. But I mean, there'll be some times. Like, for instance, when Alyssa Ashley did did her makeup for... Um, paper magazine. I think Alyssa did a great job. But again, someone else touched her face. But the fact that he would bring this to Instagram and want to start some shit. And see, this is this is what people talked about for years. Megan is definitely Switzerland when it comes to how she interacts in this game. She don't beef with nobody. She don't start shit with nobody. She literally deads it. Like, if you want to start with her, she's going to dead it with you. She's not going to continue to banter. She's not going to go through the rigmarole and all that. She's going to dead it with you because there is no reason for this to be like this. If you were really her friend, if you were really a makeup artist or whatever, and her friend, because it seemed like she traveled with the same people as she's stated in her songs, 
then why the fuck are you doing this? You could have easily texted her and been like, Megan, can you tag me in this? I'm sure it wouldn't have been no fuss, no muss. And she'd have been like, yep, I'm sorry. And probably would have done it because Megan seemed like the type that would literally do that and not think twice about it. But you want to start some shit knowing how the internet is. But the internet really has taken a shine to Megan. Huge shine. And a shine in the sense of her being like the realist that she is. Like, they don't seem to want her to be involved in anything. Like, they don't, you know, every time somebody starts some shit, her her hot girls and her hot boys are like, nope, shut that shit down. Because we know how Megan is. Like, don't you, don't start some shit just because, you know, everyone want to start beefs with the girls in the rap game. No. Everybody's here to make money. Everybody's here to showcase their talent. And that's what you need to let them do. Don't start with this beef and bullshit. Like, you know, people would go after Nikki. And there are times when Nikki, to me, was a little extra. But then I knew why she was extra. Because she was protecting herself. And now I see it's this whole thing about clout and all this. And I'm like, look, if you are a talent and you've done your work, people know you, people gonna find you, people gonna make it right, people gonna work with you. But if you wanna be paid and tagged and shit, nobody in there gonna post nothing. Why you gotta be paid and tagged in it? And if you wanted to be tagged and this person is your friend, why you ain't text them? Instead, it's, I'm going to do it on her page to make her look like something. You know what you was doing. You know exactly what you were doing. You wanted to start some shit and she literally deaded it because she's not going to go through that. And I don't know why these people always playing with her. Leave Megan alone. Let Megan do Megan. Let Megan enjoy her life. Let Megan enjoy performing. But don't do that shit. You too grown for that. You're too grown to be clout chasing. You're too grown for the fact that you in that video more than once. You're too grown because your name was mentioned. And you're too grown for this behavior. You're a makeup artist that got paid. Yes, it's nice to be tagged. Don't get nobody wrong. It is just, it's really nice to be tagged. But most of the time people are tagged in things. Especially when people are starting out. Like if they're doing time for things. That's usually when people get tagged. But you getting paid too. Like, just just stop. Like, we're not going to make this into, you know, Megan versus Akil. No, no. We literally going, she going to literally dead the situation. And you probably had to have to come to Jesus with her and have a moment. I'm like, if you don't want to be her makeup artist anymore, that's fine. But you can usually talk to her about it too. You don't want to do her makeup anymore. You don't have to. You seem to have a budding career without doing her makeup. But Megan's on red carpets now and Megan's getting invited to things. And so your work is being shown places. I'm like, dude, just do your job. I can tell you right now, I don't know who the fuck does Cardi B's makeup. But I sure as fuck know who dresses her. Colin Carter. Know that man. Know his work. See who he's dressing. <laughs> I don't see nobody coming after Cardi for not mentioning makeup artists and shit like that. But you do you. Like I said, don't lose a friendship 
because you want to be aggy when you could easily talk to her. It's not like you don't have access to her. It's not like you won't be able to sit and have a conversation. So, yeah, that was completely petty and uncalled for and so not worth it. Ugh. And then the last on the docket, the Joker movie and the lovely steps at Jerome Avenue in the Bronx. So human beings are as predictable as anything. When popular movies come out and there's real life areas that they use, people have to descend on it like flies to shit. So we got motherfuckers going all the way up to the Bronx to go to those steps to take pictures and do all type of shit with tripods and everything. And I'm thinking seriously, in New York, Jerome Avenue in the Bronx. As a New Yorker, as a New Yorker that lived in the boroughs, meaning I lived in Brooklyn, there's just certain things you just don't do. I don't care if it's broad daylight, no. But you taking tripods to Jerome Avenue in the Bronx. Those steps that I have walked to go to someone's wedding one time. When you see somebody posted up there and you're not sure whether they're going to start shit with you or not. You know, when you don't use them steps after a certain time or during certain times of the day. But you actually took your happy ass as a tourist or as an influencer or whatever. All the way up to the Bronx just to get pictures on these steps. As if them steps ain't been there for fucking years. And I know them steps have been used in fashion shoots. Don't get me wrong. New York City literally is the backdrop for fashion and everything. Always has been. No matter how gentrified it gets. Because, unfortunately, that's what's happening to New York City. It's getting completely gentrified and people that grew up there don't no longer live there. People can't afford to live there. But you literally took your happy ass all the way up to the Bronx to do this. Yeah, okay. But that's the expectation for humans. They see something. Oh, it's relatable. Oh, I'm in New York. Oh, I can go up there. Why? But you know what? That's, that's the New Yorker in me. Completely. Because I know the Bronx. I know Queens. I know Brooklyn. I know to even a certain point Staten Island. Like certain parts of these boroughs, you just don't do shit like that. But hey, you know, as long as you can walk out of there with it. Because no matter how gentrified New York gets, it's still a big city. It's still one of the major cities. So crime didn't just disappear one day. And it won't, as long as we have people who are deviant. But, yeah, no. Steps? Yeah. Nah. I'm sorry, but nah. And that's all I got to say for truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. And I'll talk to you soon.